Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's me, Kenny Jerome Floyd, with another episode of Dangerously Awkward. We're on episode number five, and I would like to thank all 15 people that have been listening regularly to my podcast. Uh, if you haven't uh, liked and subscribed already, you can follow us on YouTube at KJF Network. You can follow me on Instagram at Dangerously Awkward. We're also on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and SoundCloud. On this episode of uh, Dangerously Awkward, we're going to be talking about a subject that we kind of touched on in the last episode, but we're going to be continuing uh, the discussion in this episode. We're going to be talking about race. Now, if uh, I'm going to go ahead and put out a warning, uh, some of this stuff might be offensive, it might be triggering, but I don't care because it's a podcast. So on this episode, again, we're going to be talking about race. So sit back and relax and enjoy this new episode, episode number five of Dangerously Awkward. Racist motherfucker. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Again, it's me, Keenan Jerome Floyd, and welcome to uh, another episode of Dangerously Awkward. For those of you that are new to this podcast, what it's about is my vantage point of different issues, different things, uh, different occurrences that are going on in the world from my unique upbringing. I, I grew up a Jehovah's Witness. I'm a former Jehovah's Witness. was a Jehovah's Witness for 30 years. Now I am not. But, you know, it's hard to shake some of the the doctrine that you grew up with. So, you know, I have a I think I have a an interesting point of view when it comes to social issues and things like that. So that's basically why what I talk about. I, I currently live in Los Angeles. I'm trying to make it in Hollywood at the moment. I am a stand up comedian. I am a writer and producer of content. Um, just recently, I had a YouTube video go viral. Thanks to the Daily Wire, which I never thought I would ever say in my life. Um, it's called Armageddon Harassed. You can g actually go on YouTube and check it out under on the Riot Act channel. Um, we got more than 100,000 views. I don't know if that's viral or not, but I mean, it's the most views I've ever gotten. Um, but on this episode, forget all that. On this episode, I want to talk to my good friend... Uh, who I've known for a few months, a uh, very special guest on this podcast, Andrew Mancayo. Yeah, close. Well. <laughs> oh, wait, how do you pronounce your last what name? Do, I mean, yeah, we'll just go with Mancayo. I like how every time we go to, like, open mics, because, like, all the mics we go to are headed by, like, super Mexican dudes. Yeah. And they never get it right. And the only guy that got it right was over at, uh, at Father's. And I'm like, this is, like, the whitest dude and he said it with like the like the, the little the skinhead the, over in Orange County, <laughs> the one that got it right. The, he said it with the accent too. I'm like, damn, this guy is legit. Well, like, how do you pronounce your last name? Moncayo. What did I say? Well, oh, yeah, just you know, Moncayo. Mon Moncayo. 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 Like I really Moncayo. try, I, because you know I lived in the Dominican Republic for ten years. I yeah, really yeah. try to like. I think I might overextend myself or over exaggerate, but I really try to pronounce people's names. People just get it, like, incredibly wrong sometimes. Like, they'll switch, like, like even where, like, the mics are introduced, they switch, like, the A and the O. It's like Moncoya. I'm like, yeah. can you read? <laughs> Is that even a last name? I mean, I don't know. Google it. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Well, I remember one time my dad got mail. It was, you know, his name's Manuel. And, uh... We got a letter, and it was addressed to Manuel Mohammed, and I was like, uh, <laughs> very inaccurate. That's the wrong type of brown person. Was it handwritten, or was it... No, uh, it was, like, printed. It was, a, like, it was a, Someone typed out Manuel Mohammed it at our address. I'm like, is there someone living here we don't know about? That's just... That's just... That's just... Race! Funny. <laughs> um, damn, what was I going to say? Um, oh, yeah, yeah, Andrew is Mexican. I'm black. No, I, I, uh... Historically I, a friendly group. I, no, I, <laughs> I seriously try, I seriously try to be respectful of other people's cultures. Yeah. That's why, like, since I, I mean, I don't, I, don't, I don't speak Spanish that well, but I remember, like, I was door dashing maybe, like, a month ago, and the person that I was delivering to name was Cesar. 
Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> C-E-S-A-R. That's clearly Cesar, right? Yeah, so I go in, either way. I go into the restaurant, and, and there's a white girl. I mean, they're real busy in this restaurant anyway. There's this white girl that's behind the counter. And I'm like, I'm here to pick up for Cesar. And she's like, oh, you mean you mean Caesar? <laughs> I'm like, no. It's Cesar. <laughs> Nobody names their kids Caesar anymore. <laughs> I mean, it depends on and whoever. Caesar's not even a name. Caesar is like a title. That's true. <laughs> It's a title. It's like Christ. Like, no, you don't like it's like Jesus's last name wasn't Christ. Caesar was a salad. Yeah. G- a yeah. Salad. Like, which was also made by a Mexican. Julius is <laughs> Julius Caesar was not that wasn't his last name. Yeah. It was his title as ruler. Christ means anointed king. That's yeah. why you say Christ Jesus or Jesus Christ. It's not his last. People are dumb. <laughs> Jehovah's Witness. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you're just <laughs> randomly saying stuff now. Like you know all about Jesus and stuff, but it's like I mean, yeah. The, the that's why I hated being. Cause I used to be Catholic, and like I hated being Catholic because of like all the, all the, 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 it was so terrible because like everybody that you you saw like that was there that was the most religious were also like the biggest pieces of shit that I knew that they like. There's this one girl, and she would always. This is back when I was in like my like my catechism classes where I was like learning about. We didn't even do anything. All we did was eat pizza and hold hands. That's all we did the entire time. And then, like, we'd read the Bible for five minutes. And, like, all right, where did you go home? I'm like, oh, uh, yeah, I don't want to do this anymore. And then, um, so there's this one chick that I knew. She was, um, she went to high school with me. And whenever, like, someone asked a question, like, one of the teachers asked a question, like, about, like, God or some shit. And she'd, she'd always answer and she'd get it right. And then, but I'm like, why are you taking, like, so much pride in being religious? Like, she was also the same girl that got boys and girls banned from sitting next to each other on the buses because she was blowing some guy. And, and they're like, yeah, no, you can no longer sit next to boys on the bus. It's a lot of that repression. <laughs> yeah. She didn't know how to act. It, yeah, it's like all the sluts <laughs> were, were from the Catholic it's school. It's all your fault. They're all from the Catholic school. I mean, Catholic school girl is like... Yeah, that's like a pardon it's category. A, it's a thing. <laughs> so Andrew, today we're we're recording this episode on January thirteenth. Yeah. And today we're twenty two days, twenty hours, and twelve seconds into the sh- government shutdown. Twenty two days. Yeah, twenty two days. Twenty two days. And longest well, in history. And you know what that means? That means a lot of people who have uh, government jobs. Yeah. Don't give a fuck anymore. Oh yeah, no. Why would you? You're not getting paid. Like this just popped up on CNN. A passenger carries a gun through TSA screening <laughs> at Atlanta onto a Delta flight to Tokyo. Well, Delta doesn't care anyways, right? Well, I mean, I like Delta. I mean, I like Delta now because all I can afford is fucking Spirit Airlines. <laughs> like, it's called Spirit because you might die. <laughs> yeah. Spirit Airlines is so cheap. Like, like I flew on Spirit from New York to here. Oh, yeah. That's one of your bits yeah, in the show. And fucking uh, my flight was so cheap that my seat was the lavatory. Like, my... <laughs> it's pretty good. He had some turbulence. You just let loose. Yeah. It was like, I had to get up when people came back. So, and, it, and they sell, and they, I'm on, I just want to go on a flight where I can get food for free. It, yeah, that's... We, we used to, <laughs> you so used to be able to get food for free. Yeah, this is back when you wore a suit to fly and like you had a seat and they gave you like a chicken dinner and they're like, how, how's your day, sir? And now it's just like, what do you want? You want some peanuts? No, we're all out. You want some peanuts? You want some? Uh, you want some fuck? You want some pretzels? It's because, like, flying used to be like a luxurious thing, and now it's like a sky bus. <laughs> like, yeah, it's the it's the uh, what, what do you call it? It's people the, wear uh, sweatpants. It's and... the mega Spirit Airlines is definitely the mega bus of the sky. Yeah, no one cares. Like, uh, yeah, I mean, it's I like a dollar flown. to fly, but that's so terrible. But you have to pay to actually sit down. <laughs> Like, uh, if you move your leg, that's another $15. Yeah, you uh, can't bring any luggage. Oh, Jesus Christ. This like, you're like, only allowed to bring, like, a small carry-on. I feel like this is, like... And it's not even, like, the big carry-on, but you actually, you actually bring stuff. This isn't a flight you... It's, like, not a flight you take if you go on a vacation. That's, like, if you're abandoning your past and you're going yeah, to another place. If you can't afford rent in Brooklyn, <laughs> yeah, like, and, and then you just have to make a break for it, that's the type of flight you get. It's only one-way flights. But yeah, so TSA in Atlanta let a guy get through with a gun. <clears throat> and I understand. 
Because okay. if you're not getting paid, Who you're not cares? gonna put your you're not gonna put your life online. Even if I'm getting paid, I'm not gonna put my life online. Well, I remember working at Staples. I worked at the Staples in Upland, mm-hmm. and uh, every week we were having thousands of dollars of merchandise being stolen. Jesus Christ! Like seven thousand dollars worth of printers. You know how many printers you have to steal <laughs> for seven thousand dollars? So anyway, so um. <laughs> so we had this like team meeting and all the managers are, are trying to tell us protocols uh yeah. to to prevent someone from stealing something and this one guy he raised his hand he was like um excuse me but you're not paying me enough to get shot yeah why would, like no. we're like nobody like nobody is going to put their lives on the line even at jay-z Penn, they're like yeah just let them take the money like yeah don't because <laughs> I'm gonna go home. I want to go home to my family. I don't want to. Well, well I... I, remember, I remember one time I was I was working. Uh, I was like at the cash register at JC because that's what I did for like two years. And I, it was like it was early in the morning. It was like maybe like ten o'clock in the morning or like eleven o'clock in the morning. And some dude was just buying some clothes or whatever. And then um, apparently. There was a dude that was there earlier that was like looked like he was scouting the place out. Mm-hmm. Like he was like he was organizing like he was in the Levi section. And Levi's are pretty expensive, you know, they're like sixty bucks for a pair of jeans. So he was like looking at the jeans he wanted and he was like stacking them up in a pile and then he left. And he came back like an hour later. He just grabbed the pile and he just ran out the door. And I'm like and like we have that little alarm. It's not even an alarm. It's like just some like very passive woman that's like, uh, there, there's a security tag on your clothes. You should go back inside. So we just hear that go off. And then I see this dude, and I swear to God, outside he had a getaway driver, and he like parked on the curb, car running. He jumps in, and the guy peels out and takes off. And the person I'm dealing with, they're like, are you gonna do anything about that? I'm like, no, <laughs> that's not Man. not my problem. <laughs> Who plays a heist like that though? I don't know, dude. Like he stole it was a lot. like you. He had to have a conversation with another man. He, he stole a lot of jeans, dude. He stole like a pile of this, and like jeans are pretty flat. So like it's maybe like three feet of jeans, and so I'm that, that was probably like four hundred dollars. Damn. Like that, he stole a lot of he probably a re, lot of jeans. He probably resold them. Where was this? What do you mean? What town was this in? This is at the Montclair Mall. He right probably there. he probably took him to L.A. and like sold him at Swap Me or something. He probably sold him like on the street. He's like, "Who wants the jeans?" Well, I mean, see, and that's <laughs> yeah. the thing. Like, times are so tough now that people like I get it. Like that's why I, I didn't care. I, I thought I honestly like even like, the customers like, "What are you gonna do?" I'm like, "Nothing." That was awesome. Like that was like the coolest thing. If you're gonna steal something, make it awesome like that. I wonder what cut he gave to uh, the driver. <laughs> uh, because, five one. Because he's like, you know, we could go to jail for this. Yeah, what, probably. What is it that's going to make it worth it for you to help me steal these jeans from JCPenney? He's like, give me one shirt. <laughs> <laughs> give me give me one of those air press shirts, you know, with the ones with the graffiti designs on them. Give me, give me, give I want me, Z York and I want... Uh, give me a, a Spider-Man and a Nintendo Super Mario shirt, please. I want, I want Echo. Oh, my God. Okay, back to the topic of race. This is one of the funniest things that I... One of the funniest customer remarks I've ever had in my life. So... We have a lot of just like different like young person brands at mm-hmm. you know at J C Penney. We have Levi's, we have Vans, we have DC, we have um, Zoo York, we have, and we have Echo. Okay, and Echo has the the it's a it's a black dude brand usually. <laughs> and this is there is Echo is that the one with the line over the O? That's what's the one with the yeah one with the rhino. Okay, okay. <laughs> the one with the rhino. It's it's the shit you see like Ice T wearing and uh, <laughs> but like. This old white lady, okay, and she is very, very white, like extremely, like she's very white, and <laughs> she comes up and she's talking about like she's maybe like sixty something, maybe. So she's like old, but not like too old, and she's one of those like very passive racists, because <laughs> like she was talking to me and one of my, my coworker, we're, and we're both Mexican, and she's like, um. She's like, I'm, I'm looking to buy some uh, some new clothes from my grandson, and like, you know, he's uh, you know, he's around like I think so, like whatever whatever like preteen teenager age, and, you know, he wants some new clothes, like maybe Vans or or DC. And she's like, and then she leaned into us, and she's like, um, not Echo because he's white. 
and, and I'm like, oh my god, you, I mean, you're not wrong, but that's hilarious, like, that is the funniest thing, because she wanted to keep it a secret that she said that, and it was so awesome. Well, alright, so, we, so, this whole concept of race, it's not new to me, but, okay, so the whole concept of race is this for me, I, I'm, for people that don't know, I'm, I'm an African American, if you can't tell by the... <laughs> voice yeah we sound we both sound white <laughs> <laughs> no but see that's another thing too that's another like racial yeah like stereotype whereas like you if you speak a certain way it's true well well when you think uh, think about the, the top of race like i never really grew growing up i my family did not introduce race to me yeah i um i grew up in alabama <clears throat> first and foremost but i mean it's like i spent when i was you know I was a baby. So, I mean, it's like I spent most of my time with family. Mm-hmm. And um, the the congregation we were in, the Joe's Witness congregation we, we were in, for the most part, was mostly African-American that makes sense, with, yeah. like, a couple white people in it. But, I mean, I, I never, you know, I'm, I'm saying that from thinking about it now. Like, I never thought about it then. Yeah, because I mean, well, I, this okay. This is this is where I touched on race when I was a kid. Um, I didn't know that there was there was the different shades of black people. <laughs> so <laughs> I didn't know that. I didn't know. I thought we were all. And, and I remember, I remember, I think I was six or seven, and there in our congregation in Alabama, there was a light skinned sister, and she was married to a brother from West Indy. Yeah. So he was real dark. She was real light. Um. And their kids were, their kids were, they were mixed looking. They were light skinned, and and even their hair was like naturally, like straight. No, naturally like blondish. Oh, okay. It was like curly blondish hair, right? And I remember somebody was having a conversation. Someone was having a conversation with my mother, and 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 because interracial marriage was illegal. In Alabama up until recently. And I'm talking really? like, I'm talking maybe the last 20, 25 years. Like it was illegal. Yeah. Um, in my, in my lifetime. That's crazy. Um, so someone mentioned that and I said, but wait a minute, uh, so-and-so is married to so-and-so. How can they do that if it's illegal? And my mom started laughing and I was like, what's so funny? And she's like, oh, she's just light skinned. Like, she's not white. She's yeah. light-skinned. And I'm like, oh, that's a thing. And I can't really talk because my grandmother on my mom's side is light-skinned. It's super yeah. light-skinned. That's why, like, I'm a little bit light-skinned a little bit. Yeah. Um, Because, like, my grandfather is dark. I believe he was, like, West Indian. My grandmother was, uh, was more light, you know, was light-skinned. And on my dad's side, my dad's light-skinned. Yeah. And, like, my, his father was, like, darker I mean, both my parents are brown. Yeah, yeah. His parents are brown. So, but, like, we're all, like, light-skinned, basically. We're all light-skinned, except for a couple cousins that didn't quite make it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, I got... No. My mom's brother... My mom's brother was dark-skinned. Reggie. No, my mom's brother was dark-skinned, so all his kids were black. Yeah. Were dark-skinned. But I'm only saying that from my from my perspective now. Like, yeah. I, like when I was younger and stuff... I never thought about it. But you don't think about things like that when you're young. Like, yeah, you. It, it's not. It's a concept that you're presented with in weird ways when you when you when you have when you start asking questions. Yeah, I, I mean, like, to me, when like dif- differences of people, I recognized when I was a little kid because of language. It wasn't even like because like my, my my best friend and my first ever best friend in was in kindergarten. It was this black kid. And we did, like, everything together. We were just, we'd always, like, we'd eat, like, like our snacks and shit together. We'd play the playground together, blah, 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 blah. And then the next year he was gone. I'm like, oh, shit, what happened? What happened to Richie? <laughs> I, don't know. Yeah. I don't know. And then, but, like, and then the next year, remember, I had this girl in my class who was, like, who was Mexican from, like, from Mexico. So she only spoke Spanish. Or, like, yeah, she usually only spoke Spanish. And so she's, like, she was in, like, she was in our class, but she was also in, like, one of the other classes that taught the Spanish, like, speaking kids. And, um, I, I, that's, that's the only reason I, I didn't think that we were the same people. Like, I didn't think that we were like the same, like, I thought that I, I viewed her as different because she didn't speak 
the same language as me. And I feel like that's more of, like, an American concept of, like, you know, I, I mean, not really, like, America. I feel that's, like, a very different, differing, like, national concept of different nations. If you don't speak the same language, you're different. And, like, if you, like, when you're, when you're a kid, you you identify with that because if, if you don't speak the same language, you can't communicate with this other person and learn about who they are and learn about, like, where they're from, what they do, whatever. So, like, I didn't even know what, like, honestly, what Mexican was. I knew the language Spanish, and that was it. And then, like, but, like, you didn't know different races, different nationalities. Well, I mean, I, we, we moved to Pennsylvania. We moved to Pennsylvania when I was, um, like, six or seven. I was in second grade. Yeah. And, um, I remember, I, the way race, racism was introduced to me was, because I was the only black kid in my school, like, in our town, we were the black people, like, my family and I. So, uh, I remember one year in second grade, I had friends. Yeah. And then the next year, I did not. Jesus Christ. And these piece of shit parents, <laughs> they, like, saw me in the school. And they, like, taught their kids, like, not to like me. Like, yeah. I remember I remember there was this girl. And, and it's ironic how, how, how it ended up turning out. Because the place we live is very, it's very, like, rednecky, backwoodsy. And even going back now, I, I I did a show in August in town, in Pennsylvania. Right? In Pennsylvania, and the energy was just different than any other place I had been. Like I go, went back, and the energy was like tense. Yeah. And you could tell, like when people saw me, they like they didn't expect, they didn't expect me. I mean, sometimes it's like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like sometimes they do that little like jump where oh, they see you. Oh. Yeah, they do that little jump. Oh, like, oh my. Like they, like they, you are different. Yeah. Like, they don't think you see it, but yeah. they're just like... So that's the type this, of time they start doing like, oh, oh, yeah. oh, excuse me. They're like, oh, I think it's time to uh, leave this Dollar General. You're just like, well, you're just like what the fuck? <laughs> like, it's got a Costco where it's safe. They don't even have Costco. That place, that place is damn... You need a membership to get in. <laughs> Oh, in man. those places, they have Sam's Club. Yeah, that's fine. Um, Sam's Club, I, this is super off topic, but it's just like, whenever I go to Sam's Club, I feel like less of a piece of shit than when I go to Costco. Because <laughs> I'm like, Sam's Club, it's like, okay, I want to buy stuff in bulk calmly. And it's like, where, <laughs> when you're at Costco, it's like, it's always the end of the world. Like, yeah. <laughs> like things are flying off the shelves. For no reason. Sam's... I'm like, how much toilet paper do you need? How dirty is your butt? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I use a lot of toilet paper. <laughs> I don't shop at Costco though. You don't buy the you don't buy the bulk size. No, I think we buy bulk toilet paper. Jesus Christ! I mean, a clean person uses a lot of toilet paper. Yeah, but it's also like, I shit like once a day. So I'm like, I don't. Well, I always try to take a shit at home because I can shower afterwards. Yeah. Because the worst thing is when you're out. I'm sorry, but like. Um, you have to get like, you have to get like real nice, like the real nice toilet paper is expensive yeah. because the, the, um, it's not worth it. The dust, because toilet paper has like fucking like particles and dust on it. I hate what I hate. I really hate the quilted like toilet paper shit. Cause it's like the, the plies are like this thick and I'm like, I can't just stick a brick in my ass. Like, it's well, just, I mean, but on the other hand, like it's soft, but it's not, it's not clean enough. On the other hand, it is better than having an itchy butthole because the other, like you'll wipe, but like, yeah, it, but it's like part, it's irri irritable. It's ir is that, is that irritable? Irritable. It irritates the butthole. <laughs> and then you get like, <laughs> you just keep wiping it starts getting more and more red yeah you're just oh and then, and then you Oops. think and then, and then you think you're fine and then you go about doing your day and then you start sweating and then your butthole itches and you're just like, and I, you're can't. like I gotta go to the bathroom yeah you're like i can't just scratch my butthole that's why i think we need to bring more bidets this is why i think we should end butthole itching stigma <laughs> yeah because you need to get up and i wanna that's why like i take a shit and then i like take a shower afterwards that's yeah. what i try to do um that's the best. You know what's the worst? When you, shit, when you shower and then you shit. You're like, all right. <laughs> yeah. You're like, I want you to go kill because myself. Your butt hold, it's st your butt's still wet. And then, like, there's, like, uh, it's, like, slick from, like, the body wash and shit. And you're, like, you're, like you shit just flies out of your ass like a torpedo. <laughs> yeah, and it gets messy. <laughs> Did you have to take it to the shower? So, race. <laughs> you, you need that. Yeah. No, so, so. The thing about race is that everybody's shit is brown. <laughs> yes. So, it's all come together. Everyone's shit is brown. It's all, it's all come together and shit together. 
Um, I remember we lived in the weird, uh, again, only black people in town, but we lived in this real nice neighborhood. Like, my family did well financially. Like, we lived yeah. in a town of, like, poor white trash. We <laughs> we were, like, rich in a poor white trash town. <laughs> so you're, like, a... This is a really weird comparison, but you're like a like token family in South Park. Yes, you're like the rich black family. Yes, else is poor like, <laughs> like like my dad made right choices in his life. Like my father made correct choices growing yeah. up, and he worked in like he was the uh, we moved there because my dad worked for uh, International Paper slash Hammer Mill. Yeah, um, he worked he worked at a play in Mobile. Um, and then we moved to Erie, Pennsylvania, and then we moved to Williamsport, Pennsylvania, and he was, like, a manager. Like, he, like, my dad invented, like, a machine that they use and, like, got a patent on it. Really? And then he became, like, the <laughs> chemical manager, and he was, like, a manager at the plant in Williamsport, right? That's insane. So, and we had a house, like... I built this place. <laughs> in a cul-de-sac, like, out in the middle of fucking, like, no, like, everyone else was, like, a trailer park and stuff, but we lived in, like, a development. Yeah. Right? It's like, we're living in model homes. Yeah, we lived in a, de- <laughs> we lived in a fucking development. If there's still construction going on, that's how. <laughs> and I remember I was hanging out with the kids in, 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 uh, in, um, in the neighborhood, and there was this one mother that was racist. Yeah. Like, she, like, I used to, he, we, me and her son went to the same school, and we would, like, ride bikes and stuff together, but she wouldn't let me in the house. There's nothing white people hate more than successful black people. <laughs> well, racist well, white ra- people. Well, that's what I mean, yeah. Like, there's, like, there's nothing racist hate more than, than yeah, successful, than black, successful people. black people. And, and <clears throat> like, like, who, what type of piece of shit are you where you yeah. look at a little black kid? Yeah. Like, you look at, at a child. Yeah. And you're and you're like I don't want this around. Yeah. Like how it's dangerous? How 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 is it? How do you lose like a lack of empathy? And then how do you think that affects like the kid? Yeah. Because it's not like they don't care. It's yeah. I mean that's the thing. <laughs> it's like how can you just go through life just not caring? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So racism. Uh. So yeah, and then she accused me of like put. She one time she accused me of pushing her daughter down a slide when I was standing on the other side of the swing of a swing set. Yeah, like I was I was hanging from a swing set. Her daughter went down the slide. Yeah. Then she called her kids up and she said that I couldn't play with them because I, and I was like that doesn't make any sense. So, um, eventually what happened is everyone grew up and now her son is now dating a black girl. <laughs> I looked him up on Facebook. He's now dating a black girl, and his mother is not in any of his pictures on Facebook. Yeah, he probably told her to go fuck herself. Which which I have to say is very I, – I give it up for the class, for my graduating class. I give it up to them because a lot of them progressed. Yeah. Like a lot of them progressed past – and I think and I think you have to go through something like that to realize that it's wrong. Yeah. I really think those are the real progressive people is people yeah. that flip the switch. Because everyone knew that that the town we lived in was racist because that was the old generation. Yeah. So the new generation grew up and we're just like, there's, I mean, there was a few that kind of stayed whatever, but I mean, yeah. a lot of them were like. There's people that here that are, there's people that I know here that like, they drive around big shitty trucks and then they fly like Confederate flags. I'm like, you're in California. That doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, it doesn't. That's what they did in Pennsylvania. Like, in Pennsylvania, they used to fight Confederate flags, but it's like, oh, uh, wait a minute. You guys know that you won the war, right? Yeah. Like, what was just, the last time? I don't understand. Like, there are, like, states that are, that were part of the Union have, like, Confederate a, flags. A lot of people <laughs> that sell Confederate flags. And they're just like, uh. What are you doing? They're <laughs> just like, we're rebels. Bitch, you. You are, you are banging your sister. You're in Pennsylvania. <laughs> yeah. Like. Like what do you mean you're rebel? You can be a rebel, like on Star Wars. You can be a part of the Rebel <laughs> yeah, Alliance. That's fine. They were good guys. Fly the Rebel Alliance from Star Wars. Fly that flag. That'd be way cooler. You don't have to fly the fucking Confederate flag, you dumb bitch. And like, it's like I, I hate when it's like they'll, they'll say like dumbass shit. Like it's part of my heritage. What oppressing people? Yep. They're like. Yeah, good. They were they were fighting against a tyrannical government, and it's like why? Because they're taking away their people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry, you can't own people anymore. It's like uh, we wanna. It's like well, you can't. <laughs> I'm willing to kill the other half of the country <laughs> so that I can continue owning people. God, it's so dumb. I'm like, 
You will, uh, oh man, and then like they'll say, that, like, I'm not racist, I'm like, yeah you are. Well, it was a confusing <laughs> yeah, time for me because I was in the school when Eminem came out in 99. Yeah. So like, a lot of, like I talk like this, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. and, my, and my parents made me wear like sweaters and shit in school, like I wasn't able to wear like. R- bow ties and sweaters. Yeah, bow ties, that's like, yeah. the way you see me now is how <laughs> I have always dressed. <laughs> like, like, this is not. This is not an act. Yeah, it's just me. <laughs> yeah, it's who it's who I am. Like it's who I'm not I be boy. I don't wear ties and bow ties on stage because I'm trying to make a statement. It's like this it's is how like, I feel. I, I'm just a very very. <laughs> I'm very proper. Organized guy. <laughs> yeah, I'm very proper. Um, oh man, it's that's uh, yeah. But like kids would come up to me, they're like, "Yo, I'm like, well, I'm like blacker than you now," because like Eminem gave him that street cred. I'm like, you know, Eminem's still white. <laughs> well. Well, I mean, and it's like they would, then they discovered Dr. Dre yeah, and Jay-Z from all that shit, and then they were flying Confederate flags off their trucks and blasting Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg. I'm like, you are backwards as hell. It was very confusing for me. Yeah. I was going to say, um, I was going to make that joke when we were at Fathers. I'm like, all these, like, all these white people in here are like the same people that listen to Lil Wayne and then like say the N-word at somebody. Like, yeah. I'm like, you are so backwards. Lil, Lil Wayne's... <laughs> Fan base is ridiculously white. Like they're all, yeah, they're all white. None of them. Are, there's no black. I, I went. Fans. I went to a Lil Wayne concert once in Florida. It's all white people. And the only black people that was there was me and Lil Wayne. Like, it was, <laughs> <laughs> like it, it was pretty. It was interesting. I was like, hmm, this, <laughs> this is interesting. I'm like, uh, I'm not very comfortable right now. And you're in Florida too, where there's like 14th, <laughs> 14th amongst the whole crowd. Like, Florida's population is nothing but, like, old Jewish people and then, like, young pieces of shit. Like, it's so weird. But, yeah. <sighs> Everyone's on meth or bath salts. The wrangling gators. <laughs> but then you go to the other side of the, the coin. Which is what? It, politically speaking. This, this, like, this is the most, this is the weirdest time to be black in America. Like, right, like, right now. Other than, like, the 1850s. Other than, (laughs) other than you, other than, you know, 1640, 1640, 1640 up to 1975. (laughs) It's like, for the past, like, 30 years, it's been like, eh, whatever, like, same old, same old. it still hasn't gotten good. No, nothing, it's never, people think, like, there's two people that are like, racism is, like, the worst it's ever been, which it isn't. But then people are like it's racism's gone. It's like no, it's not. No, the thing the thing about racism now it's very middle. The thing about racism now, at least back then, like you knew because yeah, back you then knew, people yeah. people that like the Ku Klux Klan was out. People, people hide it now. People are getting you know people were getting lynched and stuff. You're like oh shit, like this is racism. Yeah. But now it's the like, proper word to call a black person was the N word. <laughs> it's like it's like the subtlety of racism now is like a. The bar. <laughs> well, yeah, because the thing about it is, is people do stuff and and their body language changes and stuff, but they do it in the way that you can't call them out. Because the only way that people get called out for things is if they say a slur. Is if, if there's like undeniable proof. Yeah. So it's like it's like people go short. People will go short of. Well, even not even not that, but it's like and people will still like well, they'll they'll call someone racist even if there's no proof. Yeah. Like, people that, but those are, like, the same, like, crazy people that don't, like, they don't even go along with, like, due process. It's just, like, you're guilty because I said you're guilty. Well, I mean, and, and that's the thing that's going on now with a lot of these, uh, like, people that are fighting isms. Yeah. Like, racism and sexism and stuff. A lot of these people haven't really grown up, like, the way I grew up. Yeah. Like, the kids I grew up with, they're like, racism's wrong because we've been looking, we've been literally looking, and it was because I moved into the into the school. Yeah. Like, in, in any other circumstance, they probably would not have noticed it, but I became very vocal. As a matter of fact, that's how I started doing stand-up. I was 15 when I started doing stand-up in high school because of racism. Yeah. Like, I was like, I have something to say, and I don't know how I'm going to say it, but I'll figure it out. Yeah. And there was a talent show that came up. I signed up and I got on stage. I told some jokes. I didn't just let them know I was funny. And then I went and said what I wanted to say at the end. <laughs> so, like, after that, like, a lot of kids that ended up knowing me, they told me stories. They're like, oh, yeah, my grandmother didn't like you because you were black and this and that and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, who has the time? Who has the time to just hate a little kid? And, Old white people. <laughs> and, and Old white racists. 
Well, I mean, it's the what's getting was what, what I'm getting annoyed with now is the isms. Like racism is like the last ism that people care about. Yeah, because every well, sexism too. Everything else is like the sexism and and the phobias and all that stuff. It's overtaking racism. So racism oh, yeah, is kind of. Racism is kind of like like at the bottom of the totem pole. So so with the, well, a lot of stuff that's going on now is a lot of people that are involved in these movements act racist, but because they're because they're supporting the oppression of another group, um, they feel that they don't have to address the racism. Yeah. Like 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 in the LGBT community, like black LGBT people are still fighting racism, like, within the LGBT. Yeah, there's a lot of racism in that community, too. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it can be because, well, first of all... People think that if you're if you're a minority of any sort or you're a part of a marginalized group, you can't do any wrong. No, that's 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 bullshit. Yeah, you're, you... Everyone, like I said, like, I... My... One of my... One of my many sayings that I say all the time is that you're never... Nobody's exempt... From being a piece of shit. Yeah. Like, if you're... No matter what you are, what you do, who... Like, whatever the fuck, where you come from, you can be an asshole. And just because you're black, you're white, you're Hispanic, you're gay, you're trans... You just, just anything you are, you could still be a piece of shit. Because... because and that's essentially what's, ha- what's happening. Like, okay, so... One time I was in... Uh, I was in the club and there was a white transgender girl yeah. there. Yeah, we were there. <laughs> And she said that she said the N word like she like she <laughs> it was like black and it was like Black History Month yeah and she said the N word and the reason was because she was white I think and the reason she was and the reason is because she messed with she she used to go out with black dudes yeah so she thought it was okay to say like the N word yeah and I was like you can't say that but then at the same time I felt like my hands were tied because I know the stigma of the black community and the LGBT community. Yeah. Uh, they don't, the stigma is that we don't get along. Yeah. Which is now like a new movement. Now it's a new movement with, um, you know, with, with black LGBT and stuff. They're trying to combat the homophobia that's within the black community, as well as the racism that they deal with, um, from other people. And yeah. I mean, that's essentially what happened with like Kevin Hart. Which, uh, which part? Uh, Kevin, like when Kevin Hart got the oh, but yeah, with the with the Oscars, yeah, because of all those dumb jokes. I mean, I didn't care. Like, you know what I mean? Like, who cares? Like, a joke's a joke. If it's bad, then you don't laugh. That's pretty much all you can do with a joke. Well, if it's bad, and it's like, yeah, his joke, the jokes he posted were bad, but they're also from like what ten years ago. I'm not gonna condone what he said. Yeah, it was dumb. It was How, a dumb joke. However, I think we need to be careful of. The mob mentality, and and that's essentially what I want to talk about. Yeah, it's like everything. It's like it's like modern, like figurative lynch mob. Because because like like I've had the saying where I've said, I like safe spaces when they were called segregation. <laughs> yeah. Because and and that's and that's what you have to be careful of. Because let's be honest, people only care about what they care about. Yeah. You know, what I mean, people only care about what they care about. So they see what's in front of their hands. And, 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 and that's what they, that's what they want to focus on. But remember, if you point your finger at someone else, you have three fingers pointing back at you, right? Yeah. So, what's Ke- I'm not condoning what the Kevin Hart thing is, but then, but it's like, how come comedians, like, turn their back on them? Well, it's like, it's this mom mentality. How come comedians Are now held are held at a higher standard than than the president yeah, of weird. the United States. Well, it, it's the and and why and also <clears throat> and also another thing too is you waited until he got the biggest gig. Yeah, and then you dug some stuff up, and well, then you yeah, go people... through forty thousand tweets ten years ago <clears throat> to find these tweets, and then so then he apologizes again. Yeah. So the tweets come out. He apologizes. He steps away from the job. Yeah. He's done with the job. He's not doing the Oscars. Yeah. He, he he apologizes again after he steps down. Yeah. But it's still not good enough because Don Lemon <clears throat> comes on and he's like, you know what, Kevin, you need to talk to me, the stigma, blah, 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 and all this stuff and everything. And then Kevin comes out again and he apologizes. But the gangster thing about, like, what Kevin did, Kevin, because this is how Hollywood works. Yeah. Um, 
Hollywood machine is different from like everyone else. Like like you have to keep in mind that Hollywood sucks. That like <laughs> on the East Coast and on the West Coast, this is a big deal. But to everyone else in the world it's not. Yeah, well that that's the thing is that the biggest voices are on Days in the West Coast. Yeah, so that's where the most people are. So what Kevin did was Kevin, he's built up an empire. He's built up an empire where he doesn't need anyone's approval to be successful, right? Yeah. So and and now it's essentially starting to backfire because now what's happening is he said, "Okay, I apologize. I'm not going to apologize anymore." Right? He goes into Ellen. Ellen says, "You know what? I want you to do the Oscars. I forgive you." And then now the same people that are accusing. Kevin are now going after Ellen. Well, we don't need you to speak for us and, and this and that and blah, blah, blah and all that stuff and everything. And we're going to... So, Kevin, he's just like, look, I don't know like what the plan was. I don't know if it was supposed to like bring pe- bring him down or whatever, but his movie that opened this past weekend opened to, at number one. Did it? Yeah. It got really bad reviews. Well, yeah. it doesn't matter. It's like, it's like it, I guess any publicity is good publicity, even yeah. if it's bad. But I mean, it's like you think about that. You think about... <laughs> The like the the mob mentality of well he said this one so I'm gonna take him down but then it, when you see it when you when you see it backfire then you see the flaws in the execution yeah but a lot of the same people that are like digging up things are like the same people that support the president and it's like you realize that like you're supporting the dude they're all just everyone's hypocrites well everyone's I mean hypocrites. I mean there's a difference in like some I think some people just don't like people. Yeah. They just don't like certain people. Me, so, I hate everybody. <laughs> so they so they try to go after those people yeah. for some reason. I mean, I'm not... It's not racist if you don't like anybody. <laughs> That's hacky. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's just like... People just want to take down people. It's like, if they don't like them, <clears throat> they don't want to see them succeed at all. And it's just like, you want to, like, find anything. Like, he said this once... Yeah. One time when he was in third grade, he pushed the girl on the ground and he laughed at her. And it's like, whoa. Well, well, it's like, <laughs> it's like, what do you, what do you I, like? I'm nobody and I have to like go and check my tweets. That's why I only post about shows and stuff. Twitter, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, that and that's the hard thing about being black right now is because being, being black in America, we've always been under the microscope for hundreds of years, for centuries. Yeah. Now it's almost like we don't get the same benefit of the doubt that other people get. We don't get the same benefit of the doubt that other people get. And, and as like a black man, as well, well, black people in general, black women especially, um, black people, we are judged based on our interest. Yeah. Like the things that we're interested in. Like if I don't listen to hip hop, I'm not black enough. Yeah. And if. If, and for some reason, if you listen to jazz, you're whiter. Like, yeah, or so or weird. if I like the Dave Matthews Band, I'm white or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, if, well, yeah. It's like you have to be you have to be black to be accepted by black people. Yeah, and it's like if I'm now it's if I'm not a Democrat. Yeah, it's like then then all of a sudden I I I well I'm like since when did black people give a fuck about politics? Yeah, I thought black people did like they hated all politicians. Like that was like a whole thing. It's I like mean, no, nobody supports. I mean, Obama. Race, race. Obama got us interested in it again. Yeah. But I mean, it's like it's like oh, so I have to be a Democrat. Yeah. It's like why? What and if, then and then it's like if you're a Republican, it's like now all of a sudden it's like. like what if Ben Carson was the first, like black president? Yeah, like people and and, and the thing about people, like, people wouldn't like it. It would be and weird. the thing about like the black community right now is. I. Our number is being called all the time, and essentially, we're we're being turned on each other by the media. Yeah, because it's like if you choose to have a different opinion, then all of a sudden we're canceling everybody. Like like on Black Twitter, we're canceling everybody. We're canceling this black person. We're canceling this person. We're canceling. Yeah. And it's like when the thing about like when Kanye <clears throat> West, the Kanye West thing, that was like like his. Like Trump supporting stuff or what? Yeah, I mean the thing about it is that was weird. He didn't. Though. He didn't. It was weird, but but you have to keep in mind. Um, hold on, I have to answer this text real quick. Hey, go ahead. Like that was just like it was just really weird. Like it wasn't like you know, like I don't care. Like I don't. You, whatever you can you can you can support. Do it. Just be a good person and it's fine. No, this is the thing about the Kanye West thing. Number one, Kanye West didn't vote. Okay? Yeah, he didn't vote. 
Um, he never really, I don't think he really ever got counseling for after his mother's death. Now, the thing you have to keep in mind about what makes his mother's death interesting is that he paid for the plastic surgery that she had complications from that ultimately killed her. Yeah. So, so you don't know like what is going on in his head mentally. Oh, you know, he's probably going insane. He's probably, he feels guilt. He feels guilty. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Like, I mean... And yeah. <laughs> and he's also with the Kardashians too. Yeah, they drive people insane. They drive people insane. They yeah. they ruin they ruin <clears throat> great black men. Just all yeah. just, just ruin great black men. So so he's that. So he didn't vote, but Trump became president. So he says, you know what? I support Trump because for whatever reason he supported Trump, right? You know what? That's his choice. This is America. He can choose whatever he wants to do, yeah. right? Um, do I agree with it? Maybe, probably not, but <laughs> I'm not going to get in his ass about it. Yeah, like, like no one, like, what What does it matter? But but what bothered me the most was... Like, the, the fact that he supported Trump, people want to, like, take no, him down. What bothered like, just, me... Just because he did that. Like, what, who gives a shit? What bothered me... Yeah, people are like, like, black people are like, oh, we got to cancel Kanye. No, he still made good music. I mean, his last album was trash, but I mean, he still <laughs> made good music. We need to cancel him out. What? What? It's like, why? Did he... Did how, he... how many things am I supposed to boycott? Did he kill somebody? Did he two, rape somebody? Two, two years ago, I was supposed to boycott the NFL. Why? Then Monique wanted me to bo- boycott Netflix. Why? <laughs> <laughs> and then and then now I'm supposed to... Like, come on now. The only thing I want to boycott Netflix for is to remove the fucking Are You Still Watching feature. Oh. Yes, I'm still watching, motherfucker. What do you think I'm doing? It's three in the morning. I mean, my <laughs> eyes are still open a little bit, but still close. But, but, but what bothered me the most... This is what bothered me the most. Yeah. When white people started complaining about Kanye West. For some reason, that irked me so much. Yeah. Because uh, white people were like, well, well, Kanye West is supporting Trump. But I'm, but I'm like, you don't get a chance. This is how I felt. You can agree with me if you want to or not. But I was like, you don't get a chance to comment on who Kanye West is support. Because yeah. it's not Kanye's fault that this man is in the White House. That's true. He didn't vote. <laughs> he's dealing with, he's yeah. dealing with, you need to go talk to your people because he's dealing with what your people did. Yeah. Like if you're going to hold Kanye and all of us accountable for like stuff we do, you have to be accountable too. No, no one wants accountability. Everybody, everybody nowadays wants to point the finger and they want to say this person's bad. This person's the reason like. And no one, no one wants to realize that this is exactly what like Hitler did, and it's like. But he, <laughs> initially, but again, it comes down the line again. First, we're supposed to cancel out Kanye West. Now we're supposed to cancel out Kevin Hart. Yeah, I mean, now yeah. we're supposed to can't like like it's like how it's like we're just so we're just gonna start canceling out like all these people. And, and the thing about it is like I don't think we can. And what frustrates me is I don't think we can make up our minds. Yeah. We can't make up our minds because you don't, you know, uh, like for example, the R. Kelly thing just came out, right? Yeah, well, R. R. Kelly's a piece of shit. So like, I mean... like, <laughs> we've been talking about R. Kelly for decades. We've been talking about R. Kelly for years. I think if, oh, wait, so did he do something else recently or is it just the stuff from the past? This is, okay, R. Kelly has been, has been having young girlfriends. Yeah, he's been raping and peeing and on been, He's been, he's, he's been holding, uh, girls, black, he's been holding black girls in his basement. Yeah. Supposedly they willingly went, but we've been talking about this for years. Yeah. Yeah. And now yeah. you have to have a lifetime uh special come out to some people. And and it's fucked up because now like I was on Facebook and it was like there's still people that support this motherfucker. Yeah, it's weird. There's women, there's like women Brown, that support too. them. They're like they're like, "Oh, I don't give a fuck." Like I remember this one, this one woman, she was like, "I don't give a fuck, y'all." Y'all knew it was this. I'm going to still listen to this music and someone was like, "Well, you know, this is traumatic and and so she's like, well, I don't give a fuck what you think. I'm still going to be doing the two-step, the, the love slide and all that. And I was just like, God damn, like, we can't even yeah. agree on this? No, no, no one can agree on anything. No one can agree on anything. If you're a, if you're a piece of a human being. Well, he's like, people are like, well, the women cho- chose. Really? Did they? Think about this. Have you ever seen those people that, like, have sexual attractions to serial killers? Yes. Yeah. So I don't question anything anymore. Yeah, there's <laughs> like, people. There's, think... there's people that have Stockholm syndrome. There's people that have... no. It's like people, people like like that are like my age, and they'll like post pictures on Instagram. Like, oh my god, Jeffrey Dahmer's so fucking hot, and I'm like, it's too bad he was gay. I'm like, what the fuck is I wrong mean, with you? I mean, too bad he ate people. And there and there are people that are attracted to older 
significant others as well. Or the people that are like sexually attracted to Charles Manson and shit. It's fucking weird. Yeah, well, I mean, it's 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 none of this is like as a justification, but I mean, there's so much nuance in like people's personalities and stuff. People are insane. That you, yeah, people are insane in general. You really can't put your finger on it to say, well, this is wrong and this is white. But I'm just surprised that when it came out, that people were being like supporting him. People are just support supporting him because he makes good music. What the fuck? Well, that's like that's like if like. Well, I, for some reason, I don't know why people think that's okay. But like, if think about it for like, if when the Kevin Spacey shit came out, people were still like, uh, we're gonna binge watch all his movies and be like, fuck well, you guys. Well, I mean, the thing about it is that's why I have to call out Hollywood though, because right yeah. now we're talking about we're talking about um, we're talking about uh, um, R. Kelly. But last week they just handed the Golden Globe to a Best Picture that was directed by like a alleged pedophile. <laughs> yeah. And then Kobe got an Oscar. <laughs> yeah, like so. It's like what? It's like who? Here's the, here's my thing: is that if you were gonna rape somebody, you had to do it like in the early two thousands because no one cared. And like, <laughs> like I don't know. Like b- back then, like if 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 it came out that you like sexually assaulted somebody, it it would go on for a week, and they'd be like, "All right, ready to go back on the court." It's like, what do you what do you mean? <laughs> it's like all you have to do is change your number from eight to twenty four. And then you, you uh, win a few championships, and that's it. You're good. Yeah. You're cleared. And then you get an Oscar for a short film that sucked. Uh, <laughs> well, basically, the one thing that we're going to learn from all of this is that no one is exempt from being an asshole. Yes. So. <laughs> and honestly, it. Oh. All right. All right. We're out of time. I don't know if this if this podcast <laughs> was meaningful whatsoever. We, we had a whole segment where we talked about shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Costco toilet paper. <laughs> you got anything coming up, Andrew? Um, fucking school. That shit's going to suck. Okay, that's, that's not what I was talking about. I know. I don't got shit coming but, up. Uh, all right. Well, thank you for listening in on this uh, episode of Dangerously Awkward. Um, I might have Andrew back. I don't know. I think I might need to get like a co-host. All right. Leave comments below <laughs> or something. So let me know whether I should bring Andrew back. Email um, Keenan personally. And... If by time this uh, by time this comes out, it's going to be close. It's going to be the 18th of January. I'm going to be in San Francisco all weekend, but I have a show at uh, Trademark and Copyright in San Francisco. You can go to my website um, to check out the uh, to check out tickets. Um, www.keenanjeromefloyd.com/shows. Again, you can follow me on Instagram at Dangerously Awkward. Uh, you can subscribe to the YouTube channel, um, KJF Network. We're also you can also uh, check us out on Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, and all that good stuff. Until next time, y'all have a good weekend. Buy both toilet paper.